I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Guilty pleasures and growing pains with Nina and friends. <laughs> this is so fun. We took the show on the road. It's good. Okay, let's do like a roll call like we're in school, okay? Krista. Present. Hey, present. Okay, so we are currently at a bar restaurant called Hopsmith here in Chicago. Are we in... We're in the Gold Coast. Gold Coast. And the reason why we picked this spot is because this is one of Angie's side hustles. Let's talk about all these fancy condos I walked past getting here, y'all. It's rich up here in the Gold Coast. (laughs) Yeah, we're like right by Viagra Triangle. It's a perfect place to work. Past the Christian Louboutin store? I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> did you Hop say, Smith. Did you say Louboutin? Louboutin. Is that what it's called? Louboutin. Oh, my bad. We, I passed the Christian Louboutin store. Why I passed that? the Red Bottom. I was trying to be professional. Why and is your mic is too hot? Okay, keep I'm going sorry. again. I'm sorry. I'm hot. Okay. I want this to work, guys. We have to get this like before we get lit. Okay, so here's the thing. We tried to come here early. Because we didn't want to be doing this while there was a whole bunch of people, people like starting to sit around, in. and now people are are walking in as we sit here with our microphones. Everybody at this table is double fisting. Stars, a microphone star. and a Bud Light. All right, so we decided to take the show on the road today because it's going to be a little bit of a deeper conversation. And before we get too personal, um, I just wanted to bring to everybody's attention: we are recording this on. It's a Friday night. Yeah. Okay, you're going to be hearing this on a Tuesday. After work. And it's Fat Tuesday. Do you guys ever celebrate Fat Tuesday? Do you know why Absolutely. they do Fat Tuesday? Absolutely. I'm not, but I'm black AF, and we celebrate <laughs> Fat Tuesday. Wait, why do you, why does Polish do it? What does that have yeah, to do with that? Yeah, what does that mean? Um, I don't really know. I just know that we eat ponchkis on that day. And that's like something special? I thought this was a whole New Orleans thing. Yeah, I don't really know. Okay. Oh, yeah, with the drink on Tuesday. Okay. I want a ponchki. I'll, I'll find some ponchkis for us. Am guys. I saying it right? Ponchki? Ponchki. Yeah. I don't even know what a ponchki is. It's like it's like, like a, a pastry. No, no, no. It's a pastry, and it has like fruit filling inside or Ooh. custard and stuff. They're really good, really fattening. That. But hey, that's Tuesday. Sounds Tuesday. delicious. Well, I was about to go with what it really is all about because it's supposed to like get you into Lent. Because if you're a religious person and you do Ash Wednesday, that's this Wednesday, and then okay. I grew up Catholic, so this is just oh, something that's, right. that's like on my agenda. Okay. Yeah, okay, just wanted to bring it to your attention. If you're one of those people that celebrate, shout I out to you. Apostolic Pentecostal. <laughs> but it didn't work out. So you didn't so you guys don't do Lent? No. No. We mm. try to be holy three sixty five. And not just like give things up and think automatically your life is going to be better. Okay. So we won't stay in this department for very long, but we're going to shift gears really quickly. I don't know if I love this transition, but it's happening anyway, and I'm not going to edit it out. So how well do you know your bodies? When was the last time you touched yourself? Seriously. Sexually or just to check yourself out? It's not even about a check. Do you know your body? 
Every day. Yeah. I think, well, as I get older, I think I know my body more as Mm -hmm. I age. I wanted to talk to my friends tonight because Monday, by the time you guys hear this, I will have already had the procedure that I'm going to tell you guys about. And I just, I have to go in for a biopsy. It's fine. It's like, you know, a routine procedure. I think that it happens all the time. There's a lot of women that have to go in and have to get certain things checked out, you know. It's not always the worst case scenario. But I'm the type of person that really shuts myself off from the world. I'm not worried. Like, I'm not freaking out. I don't think that there's anything wrong with me. I am going in to get a biopsy on my breast because there is a chance that we're, we just want to make sure I don't have breast cancer. Correct. When I was in New Jersey for my friend's wedding back in December, oh, no, no, I'm sorry, January, 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 back in January, um, I had a little incident where I noticed that my breast was leaking blood while I was in the shower. Right. And it's the day of my friend's wedding. This is happening. And I'm like, oh God, is this, is this a joke? Like, is this real life? What does this even mean? I thought I caught myself shaving when I looked at the ground and I saw blood on the floor of the shower. Well, I'm a bridesmaid. So I have to not worry about the blood on the floor of the shower, put a little patch over it to make sure I don't bleed through my bra and get myself together and go to the bridal suite. So I am in the bridal suite. I'm thinking about this. I'm duct taping myself so I can fit into my dress all appropriately. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, it's not normal for your poop to leak blood. Like, that's not normal. So, of course, I Google it. I go and I look it up on my phone. I'm like, what could this be? And they're like, oh, you know, it could be a clogged milk duct. You know, I'm like, well, I'm not breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. I don't have children. This is probably not what it is. And then you go and you start to spiral. If you go and Google anything on the internet, you're dying. (laughs) You know, as far as as the internet is concerned, Mm -hmm. no matter what it is, you're dying. So I freak out. I call my doctor and I try while I'm still in New Jersey in between going from the to the bathroom while I'm in the bridal suite waiting to get my hair done. So I got in as fast as possible and they checked me out and everything was fine. Yeah. And there were no like lumps. Yeah. And I so was preliminary. You were good. Like preliminary. Yeah. Everything looking, was fine. Okay. Everything was OK. And that's what I mean when I ask you if you touch yourself, because I found myself after that giving myself breast exams multiple times yeah. a day. I was like, did all of a sudden like something grow? and I missed it what happened because I I can't say that I do do that every day I I check myself but I wouldn't say every day and maybe it's not even every month like yeah I'll touch myself but like a full exam like to really make sure that things are in the right place Okay, so fast forward. I come back from New Jersey. I'm in Chicago. I go to the doctor. She's like, oh, you're fine. Like, you look good, but, you know, the blood is really alarming. We want to send you for a diagnostic. Okay. Okay, so we're here in Chicago, so we're very fortunate to have Northwestern Hospital. You're right. Which is so amazing, by the way. Northwestern has... um, I love Northwestern. Me too. They're so convenient to your schedule. It's crazy. Shout out Northwestern. Free plug. Seriously, shout out to them because they also have um, an area that is devoted to just women's health. That's right. So you're going to a building that's just for women's health. Right. I love that so building. they tell me I need to go get a mammogram. Well, I'm under the age of 40, so a mammogram is not on my, like, like radar. Yeah. You know, I hear your, you hear your mom, you hear your aunt, you hear, you know, whoever that goes and gets them. And now my doctor is telling me, you need to go, and you need to get one, and we need to do a diagnostic to see what's wrong with you. Okay, cool. That's fine. No big deal. I want to see what's wrong with me, too. They're pretty sure, sure it's yeah. not the worst-case scenario. So after I go in and I do my mammogram and they squish your boob and they take all of the pictures and they look at all of the different angles. It turns out that the one that I was concerned about, my right side, the one that was bleeding, was fine. I'm like, yeah, great. That's so awesome. Because they're doing an ultrasound. I mean, they're checking Looking everything. For everything yeah, right? but 
But then the doctor comes back, my left side, the one that was just unassuming. And in, in all reality, let's be completely honest, you know, like a lot of women are lopsided, right? Yeah. You got a big one, you got a little one, you right. got the friend and their little cousin. So the left side's my little cousin. Yeah. And I'm thinking, this one, why is this one acting up? This is the little cousin that shouldn't be giving me any problems. Correct. Well, the little cousin's the one that was giving me problems. The doctor said that there is tissue that's growing there that's abnormal and they need to do a biopsy. Okay, great. Well, whatever it is, again, I'm, I could be completely fine. Amen. But I can't You're say human. with 100% certainty that yes. I'm not, that I am. Measure I don't. Being proactive, I think that's where you need to. Yeah realize that you're not just setting aside and letting it like worry you it's obviously worrisome faintly like okay i'm a little nervous but you're being proactive some people they have that white coat syndrome have you ever heard of white coat syndrome where they just like avoid the doctor we have that in my family like crazy i lost a great grandmother early due to white coat syndrome so i would commend yourself for at least being proactive and looking to see what it is But what I wanted to talk about, like, more than anything is because I kind of just put it out of my mind, you know, and it's not just this biopsy. It could be anything that you're waiting on, right? Like, maybe the doctor was telling you that there was something wrong with you, or are you waiting on a pregnancy? Are you waiting on an STD check? Mm, Just to be completely transparent. Please. So, last year, it's not what you're going through, obviously, but um, last year... I had an experience with a guy that I used to date about 10 years ago. Yeah. And we stopped talking. We didn't hang out anymore after that. And I got a call from him saying, hey, you know, I just had a random check and I just think that you should go and get checked and just make sure that you're okay. Sure. And this is strictly like sexually transmitted type yeah, of situation. That's I was being freak out. completely honest. And you know what? Yeah. I don't, any other person, I would not put this on full disclosure. I think that it's because we're in an atmosphere where I feel comfortable to tell you stuff like this. But long story short, I came out fine. Yeah. But for about a week, and shout out to Northwestern because they will get your results back in three days. Oh, that's what what they told me. They're like, well, you'll come in for the biopsy on Monday, but we'll tell you within two days. I'm like, yeah, baby. They don't play at Northwestern, but I love Northwestern. Right. I was good. Thank you, Lord. But what are you thinking every night when you go to bed? You all, you're thinking about. Lord have mercy. I'm, if something is that bad, I'm moving to California and starting a whole life, <laughs> or I'm moving to Tulum, Mexico. You're, you're thinking the most wild stuff. Like, I can't handle living the life that I'm living day to day if the worst happens. Like, I need some type of comfort or transition to accept what is going on in my present space. Right. So with what you're saying right now, it's on a different scale, obviously. It's, but, it's I mean, completely it's, it's different. It's the same concept. But the concept... It's very similar. And it makes me sad because I put myself through hell that week, Nina. And I know you've been kind of going through this for almost a month or two now. And I, I understand. Since, but yeah, since like January 1st, this has been like lot. an uncertainty. We have to take into account that, and again, I'm a spiritual person. I think that we need to take into account that we are all going through life together. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
And I think that you, I mean, you can't worry until there's a reason to worry. And I think there's almost this feeling of like numbness that just comes over you where it's like, I'm going to face whatever comes at me and I'm going to deal with it. I'm a fighter. I know I'll be okay. Maybe that's just the only child in me where I think that comfort comes from others, no matter what other people are going through. But maybe I'm speaking in broader terms on if you do, which I already know you're not, but if you do get results back, like, hey, we're just going to have to have a little bit of surgery and cut this part out and blah, 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 blah. I'll face whatever I have to face. Yeah. But I think it's actually really interesting to hear you say that because for some reason, I don't know why, Angie, I tell you this all the time, like, I just don't ask for help. I just don't go anywhere to seek out that support. And it's not that I don't want it. It's not that I don't have it. I just didn't feel like there was any reason to set off alarms until there was a reason to set off an alarm. You know, you get handed all kinds of cards and I I don't call on people. Yeah, I feel like you're pretty strong. You're probably one of the few people that I know that don't make a big deal about something because if it was me I'd be like oh I need to go fund me already like get your pink on I don't know I am is that why you wear a pink sweatshirt tonight I'm over here calling like listen I'm calling my nanny because my nanny's been through breast cancer before I'm calling cousins I'm calling friends that I probably ain't even talked to (laughs) since high school reunion you know what I mean I'm calling like look I saw on Facebook that you posted that you was in remission can you help me I don't know. I think it's also kind of a reminder to just touch yourself, check yourself, know what's going on with your body. And Angela, actually, you were telling me like you were even younger and there was something that was going on with your headaches that turned into something. Actually, when I was little, um, I would have seizures a lot. I would would be okay and, um, you know, I would come out of them within like 30 minutes and I'd be okay and I'd go home. Well, one time I was at, um, I was on the playground and I was on the monkey bars and I, I, I don't really know. I, they said that I fell, and um, they rushed me to the hospital. It was a three-day test. And, I mean, I kind of knew what was going on. Like, I knew I, I, it was, like, a serious matter, but I didn't know exactly what was going on. So um, during those three days, they were checking my brain, doing a lot of, like, um, CAT scans and um, just blood work and everything. And it came back that I have um, had and have a cyst on my brain. And it's not bad now. Um, It's gotten way smaller as I've grown up. But when I was little, I would have to take medicine for it. And that's what really caused my seizures. And right now, all it does is kind of like cause me headaches from time to time. Um, And I I think I'm okay. They said that it's not like I don't need to um, do surgery or anything. If I were to do surgery, it would affect like my brain. So they didn't want to touch it at all. The last seizure I had was in 2006, so I've been oh, okay wow. for like a while. Yeah. But yeah, but no, like you were saying about the waiting, like it sucks. Like I was so little, so I guess I didn't really understand the severity. I didn't know what cancer was at that time. Sure. I didn't really know that. I just knew something bad could be happening to me. And even at that young age, like I was freaking out. Like I couldn't eat for three days. I couldn't, and and I love to eat. They were like no <laughs> eating. They were like no. N- as wings are sitting in front of her yeah, as literally. we speak. Literally, like, you couldn't do any, And it was just, it sucks because, and also, like, I had to be um, closed off in a room by myself. So I was by myself. I was young. I had no one with me. Um, so that kind of sucked. But, yeah, no, the waiting game is, like, not fun at all. Because you have a million and three, like, things yeah. going through your mind. And you're like, you know, what if this? What if that? Like, what what did I do to, you know, for this to happen to me? And it's just, it's, it's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. But I think that even when you start thinking like that, right, that whole like, why me? Well, why not me? It's almost like it's a crapshoot. You know, live life, be a good person, give your heart, do the best that you can. I'm a healthy 
woman. You are. I'm yeah, super, yeah, I'm super, super healthy. Looking at it from like a minimalist perspective, it makes you happier when you think happy thoughts. You yeah. know you work out every day, Nina. You know you drink green juice. You know you're, I shout do. out your, whoever you're endorsing. Squeeze.com. There you go. Free you know plug, you free plug. You know you're do doing what leaves. it takes to live in a proactive and healthy lifestyle. So why not just keep that same mindset? Well, I'm going to continue to live that lifestyle no matter what happens, you know? And I, I just appreciate it. You have Life. two options, right? Yes, you can play a victim. Mm-mm-mm. Why me? What's happening? I've been keeping to myself a lot just because I think that's how I process things right. more than anything else. And usually I do keep myself a lot busier than I am. But part of my like therapy and self-care is staring at walls. And I know it sounds like weird, but aside from binge watching shows so I can escape, I multitask while I do that. I stare at walls and it's almost a form of meditation because I don't meditate right. For something, it's it's calming and I just have all these thoughts go through my brain and I just kind of process and let things filter to where they need to be. So no matter what, moving forward, I think there's going to be that thankful. I'm thankful even today for all the things that I have. I'm thankful that it's early. I'm thankful that there was a weird fluke of a bloody boob that got me to get a mammogram. Right. Touch yourself. Please touch yourself. Touch yourself, y'all. Fellas, touch yourself. Ladies, touch yourself. Know your body. Know your body like you know your favorite hip-hop lyrics when you're rapping your favorite song. (laughs) My right breast goes to the left breast like my hip-hop when I go like this. I don't know. Whatever it is, you you just have to know these things. And I just wanted to bring it up in a very comfortable setting. And, you know, Krista, your story is exactly the same. I'm embarrassed. Should I have not brought up the STD thing Y'all, no. Y'all better not judge me on this here podcast. Don't TMZ you haven't heard my pregnancy in the alley story? My pregnancy test. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Let's do this. Yes. Everybody's had to wait on those yes. tests. Everybody's had to wait on some type of health thing. So I just Thanks. wanted to update you. This is what's going on with me. I will keep you posted as soon as I know. And I will pray for you. You DMS. guys, I'm in, I'm in great spirits. I yes. just wanted to let this off my chest yes. and share it um, open and honest with my Bud Light. But before we go. We're going to leave you with a little bit of humor. And that's how Ange decided to take her pregnancy test. Oh, <laughs> some, people are waiting, some people are waiting this to hear that they good. are pregnant, right? You know, there's this that waiting good. game. There's other people that are like, oh, God, I, I wish it wasn't him. And, and Ange just, like, couldn't wait to get into a, a house. Play, Guys, a I house. could not wait. Let's talk about All right, here we game. go. Here we go. All right. So, you know, obviously one thing led to the other and I had a little scare. So I was with one of my friends and I was like, you know, she was having a bad day. I was obviously scared out of my mind. And I was like, you know, can we hang out? Whatever. So we're driving around and I'm like, I have to tell you something. And I'm and she, you know, she's like, okay. And I'm like, you know, I'm really scared. Like, I think I might be pregnant. I, you know, I missed my period, this and that. It's been two weeks. And I, you know, I freaked out. And she was like, she was like, wait, what? She was like, okay, we're going to go get a test and we're going to go to my house and do this. And then obviously it became super real to me because before I was just like, whatever. Because when you have the test in front of you, it could say it's positive. Right, right. Like anytime there's an option. (laughs) I have this test in my lap and I'm like, I'm laughing because I know the ending. I'm like, this is it. I'm going to know today. Like, yes or no. So I'm sitting there and we're still really far from her house. And I'm like, I go, can you pull over really quick? And she doesn't even know what I'm doing. I'm like, just can you pull over in this alley, please, really quick. So I get out of her car and she's like, literally, what are you doing? And I, I rip open the box. No. Like, I don't even nicely open it. I rip that box open. I'm like, hold on. I go behind some garbage cans. I pee on the stick. Outside, outside girl. It gets better. 
I'm, as I'm peeing on this stick, I start hearing like rustling sounds, and I'm like, oh shit! So I turn around. Some guys about like coming through to get into his garage to go into his car. I guess. Why I'm are you peeing out. in front of somebody's this garage? This is so not smart. To your I know, guys. Like, it it no was. I couldn't of this intelligent. It will take you behind was the dumpster. Out. It will. In front of a man's garage that you don't even know. We got to get peace of mind in 2020. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Long story short, I was good. I was fine. Um, We definitely drove around with this stick full of pee for a good 20 minutes. Um, And then side note, really funny story. The next morning, her husband went into her car. It came with two tests. Oh, he thought she was pregnant. Yeah, he found found the second thing. And he was like, why are you taking a pregnancy test? Like, whatever. But anyways, no, I was good. But it was just the whole, like, not being able to wait. I needed to know then. It makes you crazy. Yeah, literally insane. Yeah, it can make you crazy. But I'll tell you this much right now. I'm not sticking my bare ass in front of anybody. <laughs> Thank you for that dumpster story. Or I know. I actually have not told uh, any. I don't know. No, well, no. Now one. you just now you just <laughs> told so everybody. Good. Lessons learned. Um, waiting makes you crazy. So if you need to take a pregnancy test with your bare ass out in front of somebody else's garage, <laughs> then you're like antsy because you're not like me. <laughs> Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. You're all right. We learned a lot of things. Thank you guys for for all of this. Krista, you, you got anything else to add to this as no, we man, exit? Just first off, strap up. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, me and Angie's stories have nothing to do with yours. <laughs> but Clearly, where condoms but, okay, is the message. Stop. And self-check your... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? It yeah. all goes back to this. Yeah. Love your body. Love, love your yourself. Body, Protect yourself. No one can love your body the way you can. Well, in the same way we started. I'll keep you posted, guys. It's coming this week. Thank you so much for listening and all the love. Mwah.